0: love this podcast support this show through the acar supporter feature it's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment just hit the link in the show description to support now hi i'm sam
1: and i'm erica we are the shieldcraft junkies and this is our podcast
0: it's for professionals home bakers and everyone in between each month we'll bring you the latest news trends wants to watch and so much more so stay tuned Good morning Erica. Good
1: morning Sam. How are you? I'm good thank you. How are you?
0: Yeah not bad actually and it's not raining so it's even better.
1: Boop boop. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no storm which makes a change.
0: (laughs) Thank goodness. Thank goodness is all I can say. I'm fed up of being wet. Oh (laughs) 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 <laughs> I have a lot of time outside this month. <laughs> oh, yes, because of the dog. Yes, yes. But yeah. anyway, anyway, enough of me. We were going to start with you. So you tell okay. us what you've been up to.
1: <laughs> I did a class at Cass Art, which is a brilliant art shop. Um, and I did a book making like session, which was really oh, good yeah. fun. So I made a little two two section notebook, which is what I wanted to learn. because I've done a notebook before how to add more than one little book. Section of paper in, so I yeah. now know know um, <laughs> that was really good fun. Cassart are a brilliant art shop, and they do loads of workshops in their stores.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Basically, the whole thing is like artists supporting artists, and they're very small chain. And if you're an artist, and it covers all sorts of different art, like painting, drawing, modelling, you know, you name it, photography, you can hire their space for free and teach your classes in their store, and they will promote it. So not all the stores have got space for workshops but quite a lot of them do and the ones that do it's like tables and chairs are provided and yeah you can charge whatever you charge and they'll advertise it on their socials and on their website and people can book through you or they can book through them and you get the space for free
0: oh fantastic
1: Mm. Fantastic. so they do a lot of reasonably priced things I think the whole point is to get people into art and then obviously if you've done a workshop in their store you're more likely to browse and end up buying some of the stuff and it helps them and it helps their community Ooh. So, yeah, I love Cassart. I will post a link to them in our show notes. And the that bookmaking was great fun. Yeah. Um, I did a online demo for Region 4 of the BSG and did succulents. Yes. Yes. I, I quite enjoyed that, actually. It's, it's been a while <laughs> since I've done an online demo. and I did quite enjoy that. And Region 4 is quite far away. I think it's like Birmingham, Liverpool sort of way. Oh, wow. So, I would never have visited them in person. No. So, it was quite nice to... Makes that. it
0: very doable for them as well, doesn't mm.
1: it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. A lot cheaper.
0: Yeah. And
1: good fun. They were a nice crowd. Um I have been to the Serpentine Gallery. My niece wanted to see an exhibition there by an artist called Cause, Kaws, K-A-W-S. Yeah. I don't understand this entirely, but and I don't know how she came across it, probably TikTok. But it was a real exhibition in the gallery and there was also an app that you downloaded which had some kind of like virtual reality bits as well they'd created so there was real pieces and there was also sort of 3d rendered pieces that were virtual that yeah. were also part of the gallery so you could kind of use the app and see extra things that weren't there and also Ooh. apparently it launched on i think it's minecraft at the same time so you can go really? and see the a virtual version of the real exhibition in minecraft or something like that i oh don't know i'm not a minecraft player but it was quite a clever concept and i did quite enjoy the pieces it was quite a nice exhibition and it's free but we went on the last day so it's now finished <laughs> but i'd imagine you can still see it on minecraft or on their website you can wander around and sort of see it for free
0: i was gonna say if you if you just put it into uh, mr google and go on yeah yeah music, it does come, come up. up with yeah
1: Yeah, it does come up. I had a look the other day and you can still do like the virtual tour. Um, But that was really good. I really enjoyed that. Quite bright and bold pieces, my sort of thing, really.
0: Excellent. Um, And
1: then we had a nice little day out around London. We hired some of the Santander bikes and went for a cycle around Hyde Park, which was interesting because we're about... Both as bad at riding as each other like straight lines <laughs> forget it so <laughs> we literally stuck to the cycle paths and the bits where you're allowed to ride it's like when if it involves a road we're not going on it so, <laughs> so we rode for about half an hour I was like I'm so tired now
0: <laughs> love it
1: but yeah we had we had fun um oh when I went to see this was a really last minute purchase but I really enjoyed it also has finished um the Book of Dust, La Belle Sauvage. It's a play, and it's the first one of the his Dark Materials books. Yes. So I went to see that. That was excellent. I really oh, enjoyed that. My husband's really been good. working on that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, tell him it was good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't suppose he saw it. <laughs> he was just oh, working.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, re- I really enjoyed that. I got last-minute tickets through Today Tickets. They do their rush tickets, so it was £25, All and I right. got one of the the stalls tickets that was probably meant to be about 50 pound more expensive but you book it on the day so
0: oh yeah it feels very satisfying though doesn't it when you do that
1: it does it does (laughs) love a bargain (laughs) (laughs) and it's a good way for them to get their theater full really
0: yes absolutely Mm. that's good
1: yeah so yeah if that comes back i do recommend it i really enjoyed that And also, I am in the process of today making a cake. So I will tell you more about it probably next month. But it's sat on the table in front of me. I made the buttercream before I logged on this morning. (laughs) It's for my friend's 40th. And it will be delivered on Wednesday. So after Wednesday, (laughs) I can post a picture of it. (laughs) So what have you done, Sam?
0: Well, I didn't think I'd actually done that much. I probably haven't. (laughs) (laughs) So apart from uh now doing my duties as a new dog owner and going out for a walk for an hour every morning before i even start work wow oh uh, yeah i know i've kind of mastered a nice little 2 hour walk a 2 hour 1 hour walk 2 miles i've managed um, okay and spend my time trying to train my dog to actually walk next to me as opposed to just <laughs> drag me around the streets <laughs> 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 well, we're getting there. We're getting there. It was quite a nice yeah, walk good. this morning. Um, good. What else have I been up to? So I have, I have purchased the flower bundle that Natalie Porter and Suzanne Esper um, got together and uh, collaborated with. Ooh, 17 other um, flower.
1: Oh, well, I heard about there. this. Yes,
0: yes. So we'll we'll wait and see. Uh, I've downloaded all of them, and they range from uh, like uh, flour paste wafer paper. There's some buttercream ones, uh, so, there's, so there's quite a mix of mm. things. Which is why, which is what kind of interested me because I am really, really interested in some of the wafer paper ones. Okay, so that was that was quite good, and I don't think you can get it now. I kind of got the impression that it that, that they stopped it. But it yeah. was £97.
1: I think it was like a limited edition thing.
0: Yeah. But there was a specific few that I'd really like to do. Okay. And I'm arranging with a friend of mine who has also purchased it. And we're going to get together. Oh, that will be nice. And work through some of them. Because yeah, if you put it in nice. your diary to do, mm. <laughs> you might actually do them.
1: Especially if there's someone else there <laughs> that yes. you're meant to be. Exactly. You really You've got might commitments. Do it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, I did my tutoring for the council. Um, oh yeah, your their, cupcakes. Yes, their funding they got to encourage people to go down to Gravesham Market, and so the first the first session, uh, we made uh, love bug cupcakes. Yeah, and had a quite a lovely group, except so the age was age five plus. Um, mm. I did want age eight plus. But I got age five plus, and the little the little note to everybody is: if you put an age limit on it, you guarantee that you'll have people. Oh, but they're nearly five. Yeah, <laughs> and you just end up with oh, they just don't tell you and book. Mm. Uh, so the first session booked out in six hours. Oh wow. It, it was free wasn 't it so yeah, that's true and, yeah, and the second <laughs> session, yeah the second session uh was dinosaur cookies, and that was a little bit longer, okay, to book out, probably about ten hours, but I was still having people contact me because sadly they put my telephone number on there, oh no <laughs> oh yes <laughs> so i had uh, I had them ringing me uh, and messaging me right up until I could have done that one two or three times over. But I had 12 booked on each, 10 turned up to the first, 12 turned up to the second. But we had to rearrange slightly on the second one because it was the day of the hurricane. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So uh, where I was originally set up, I was then put into like a little um, shop area. uh, Mm. And they are quite tiny. Yeah. So that was... That was quite challenging, quite stressful because of the ages. I needed the parents to help. Yeah. Some of them. And there just wasn't enough room for people to stand behind their children and for me to pass bits out. And anyway. Mm. It was it was okay. It was okay. It was only an okay. hour. So Okay, that's it, not so bad. It's not so bad. No. It and it just depends on the age, you know, you get some that just want to slap on a bit of paste and prod it around. And then yeah. some that actually want to do it properly. But it was, it was fine. And there was a weird dancing dinosaur that thought it was a dog come down from the natural history museum. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely sure what that was about, but anyway, that was, that was quite good. Uh, my classes have started up again cause we had a break after half term. Yeah. So we're now doing, uh, some spring flowers. That's nice. Okay. Um, Oh, obviously, I came down to your branch on Saturday as well, didn't yes. I? Yes. See so you twice in one year. And it's only March. Yeah. <laughs> we should stop making a habit of this, Erica. I know. <laughs> I think people thought we were bonkers. Yes, seeing you again. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I did a geode cake.
1: It was a really good demo, actually. Because did you enjoy it? I did. And because they've been about so long... Yeah. You've kind of really refined your methods, so it was yes. stuff like proper good tips.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was really it was really good. I really enjoyed it. They're
1: a nice bunch, aren't they?
0: They are. They were all lovely, and it was nice that people asked questions. Mm. Oh
1: um, yeah.
0: Frequently, you can sit there. Oh, <laughs> no, but I like that. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, that was lovely. Um. Oh yeah, and I've weirdly, I've weirdly become an invigilator as well at my kid's school. Oh, for exams? Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Did you have to do a course?
0: Uh, well, I've not done anything yet. They've just implored okay. me. Okay. <laughs> so I went, I went to visit, uh, visit them for an interview, which was also re- very weird because the uh, assistant head, deputy head, or whatever they're called, she's my daughter's biology teacher. Uh, Okay, so I've I've known her for quite a long time and see her over uh, whatever zoomy type things they do for Mm. their parents' evening. So we had a chat literally, I think it was a chat and almost sold her my class, really. Um, she's got some friends that might (laughs) want to come along, uh, and then the the amount of paperwork, Erica, oh, yeah, a casual job and it is casual so I can turn it down I don't have to do it so because I did explain you know if I've got a wedding cake or something I might not be able to to do it yeah yeah and equally you know so they need a pool of people and they lost six people at the beginning of the year uh, out of 10 oh wow (laughs) it didn't leave them very many for exams so I thought oh well why not you know um, what I might have to invest in though is a pair of high heels Just so I can clonk (laughs) down the aisles. Yeah, (laughs) some
1: very loud high heels and a clipboard to tap.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll perch my glasses to the end of my nose and look over the top. Hide the clipboard, which has
1: got drawings of cakes on it.
0: I'll hand out business cards as I go. (laughs) you can see i'm taking this seriously can't you Um, very 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 well i've had to i've had to supply them with information for my dbs check yeah um i've had to i think they've had every piece of information they could probably go on a huge fraudulent spree if they wanted to They've (laughs) they've got my bank statement they've got my passport my driving license my national insurance um I think they've got my inside leg measurement. <laughs> it's going. So, anyway, we shall see. And yes, apparently they are going to do some training. Uh, okay. Maybe it's just to walk oh, in a straight good. line. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Have to be I'll, quiet, Sam. Yeah, well, that is going to be a challenge for me. Um, but it'll be fine, I'm sure. I'll take some gaffer tape we'll put it over my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should keep the kids entertained, you know. I shall be the stress reliever for them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll let you know how that goes. Um, and I think that's probably about it all. Oh. But, uh, you don't really want any more because I'll send you all to sleep.
1: You reminded me of something. What? I bought the Robert Haynes flower paste.
0: Oh, so did I. <laughs> I haven't used well, how it How did you yet, find no? it? Oh, I, used I have it. used it. Yeah. I have man.
1: used it. I use it for my succulents demo. And I don't think it's ideal for that because they are a bit chunky, and I knew that yeah. when I started. But it smells lovely. It's really nice to work with, as in to knead. It's not sticky. Yeah. Uh, it feels quite dry, but it's not dry. But I don't think it's great for my hands because my hands dry out uh, too quickly.
0: Yeah, you struggle, don't you?
1: Yeah, and you know he said about not using much tricks. Yeah. So, I think if I'm not handling it too much, it should be fine.
0: Yeah. But
1: obviously, for succulents, it is uh, quite like modelling. So it is it dried it out a bit too much for me.
0: Hmm. Okay. And it didn't
1: take the dust as strongly as I was expecting to because it's not a wet paste, is it? So no, that was interesting.
0: Oh, okay. There
1: wasn't really any difference between dusting it wet and dusting it dry, which is what surprised me.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. I shall, I shall give it a go. Cause yes, I have got some packets of that as well. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of between that and Natalie Porter's. I quite like her. Oh, okay. Flour paste. Ah. Huh. Um, so yeah, I've kind of given up making some at the minute and trying a few different pastes. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's obviously more cost effective to make your own, but you know.
1: Till it it breaks your mixer.
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) I've not had that problem, Erica, yet. (laughs) I'll take it.
1: I I know mine wouldn't be up to it because I've only got a hand mixer. So there's no way.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some new stuff though, haven't we, this month?
1: We've got quite a lot, so we're going to rattle through it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> For fear of boring you. Uh, go on then, tell us what you've got.
1: Karen Davis afternoon tea mould. That's quite quick because we've done a lot of Karen Davis stuff before and we know we like her stuff. Yeah. Uh, this is twenty two ninety nine. Yeah. And it gives you a teapot, a teacup, cupcake biscuits and accessories. I've tried to have a look. Uh, the cupcakes are side on view of a cupcake. You've got a teapot and teacup afternoon tea style rather than like kettle and builder's okay, mug yeah. style. You've got a custard cream, a jammy Dodger type biscuit, and it looks like bow star strawberry uh, little flowers. And I think these are basically decorations for the sides of the teapot and the teacups.
0: Yes, looks like it.
1: Yeah. So that looks nice, and I'd imagine it's now been released to coincide with the Queen's Jubilee. Oh, cunning! Suzanne Esper has released a large butterfly ranunculus stainless steel cutter. So this is a flower cutter, yeah, it's not a butterfly cutter. And these are being sold by Cake Stuff for the RRP is nine pounds ninety five, nine pounds ninety nine. Sorry, it is about eight centimeters across, so it's pretty big.
0: Cool, that is quite big, isn't it? Yeah. It
1: really is large. Uh, and that is in stainless steel. haven't used it. Couldn't comment on whether it's good or not. But generally stainless steel cutters are better than the plastic mm. ones and last a lot longer. Yes. We've also got the Cake Creator Modeling Chocolate. So this is white Belgian Modeling Chocolate. 250 grams. The RRP is 3 And that's been sold by the Cake Decorating Company. It says completely new to the uk market the cake creators white belgian what uh what? belgian modeling chocolate <laughs> has already rated some positive reviews due to its versatility for revisiting product and reshaping uh, it can be re-sculpted for up to nine months wow making it easier to perfect your work or correct or repair your mistakes um Oh, so it says the modelling paste can be coloured using water-based gel colours as well. That's interesting. Or oh, not yet. Mm. So it's a 250 gram packet and it comes in white and obviously you colour it up yourself. Mm. Haven't tried it. Don't know how good it is, but... It's there. It's new. <laughs> and we've got the My Cuisini 2.0 3D chocolate print or chocolate 3D printer. So it's a 3D printer that prints in chocolate, basically. And there was a basic version that was already released, and this is the 2.0 version, which looks a little bit more sturdy. And it's essentially you buy these chocolate cartridges, um, and it does 3D printing, like you might 3D print in plastic, but it prints in chocolate. Um, yeah. Looks interesting. It is on the cake decorating company. It is for sale. From £879 for the cheapest one, which is the pink one, but the RRP is £889.99. Yeah. So you've got about £10 off. And the refills are an RRP of £6.99 for the chocolate colour ones. And then for the coloured chocolate, you've got a yellow, a green, a pink, a white, and a blue. And the RRP on them is £8.99. Uh, it says one cartridge filling is enough for 12 letterings, four. What's Piri's? I don't know. Four Piri's? Oh, P-I-R-I-S? No idea. Nasty. Or four butterflies. Each pack contains 10 cartridges and they are ninety nine. So you get a fair amount wow, out yeah. of each. And I think that's quite a nice idea because you could print the... I mean, obviously, I'm not going to sput out £900. But you could print... You know, you get the paper toppers. You could print them in chocolate. Or the paper yeah. things that go on the front of a cake. Like, do you remember the little pumpkin designs we talked about a while ago?
0: Yes.
1: That were like cut out you could print them in chocolate yeah. and stick them on and the, or they weren't card they were plastic weren't they you could print them in chocolate and stick them on they'd look That'd really be great cool,
0: wouldn't it?
1: yeah and the, obviously the dark chocolate you could then dust with metallics and it would come up really nice and bright and shiny mm. so I think that's a nice idea I think you'd probably need to be in a hotel or in a like kind of business to yeah. make the most of it to get your money back because I mean 900 pound plus big
0: investment, cartridges
1: is a big investment but wow. if you're selling them then yeah. it's something different. And I think they look really smart because I think whereas the 3D pen we mentioned last time can be a bit messy, these are going to be very precise. Yeah. So they're going to look professional.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks quite nice, actually.
1: Yeah. Um, The other thing that I wanted to mention is because this month our topic is community, this feels very community-based to me, Um, Airbnb have done a special... I don't know, special terms, I suppose, for Ukraine. Yeah. So obviously there is a war going on in Ukraine and you can go onto the Airbnb site and book any property in Ukraine and then obviously not turn up. Clearly that's not going to happen. Yes. Um, but you message the the person to say, yeah, we're not coming. They get all the money and Airbnb have wavered all their fees for properties in the UK. And so you can go on and essentially give money directly to people in Ukraine who are,
0: Brilliant. Who are
1: struggling because of the war.
0: Yeah,
1: And that property may or may not even... Still exist in, in real life, but it's an idea that came from their community, and I think it's a really nice one and something a bit different. So, I mentioned that as well.
0: No, I think that's really, it's that's a really nice idea. Well done, Airbnb. Yeah.
1: Yes. What have you found, Sam? Um,
0: so, well, I will carry on from the whole printer thing, um, mm. and this one popped up into my um, inbox, uh, which is an edible eddie it's called eddie eddie (laughs) image desktop printer so this is the first printer well as far as i'm aware anyway um that has been designed specifically for edible printing so all the other printers that we've been using up to date have just gone through the normal manufacturing process of uh the printer, the you know the printer factory, and it has had normal ink cartridges run through it. So it's not until you run something through numerous times and get rid of that that you know you're actually printing um, on with with edible inks. Yeah, um, and, I, and the only reason I know that is because I rang, uh, I think it was Canon, mm. and asked them, and that's that's what they told me. They don't yeah. actually support um, the edible inks at all. So this this is a bargain. This printer at <laughs> two thousand six hundred and forty five pounds, um, and it is currently on cake stuff. However, I mean it is a very nice printer, um, and it does it prints um, what they said something like five to six cookies per minute. And it mm. prints directly onto the top. So you put the cookies or cupcakes onto a, uh, a round tray. You slot them on. And then that goes into the printer. And the printer then prints. It can print directly onto the cookie. Um, or it can print onto edible sheets. Um, you can print onto your cake directly. It is really, really good. I mean, for the money, you'd want it to be good.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure you'd be able to print onto a very big cake because no. the gap inside the printer looks to be about two cookies you wide. Yeah, you, but...
0: haven't got, <laughs> huge, you haven't got, hang on, here we go. Basically, uh, Eddie can print onto almost anything up to uh, 89 millimeters diameter by 20 to 25 mil using high, uh, high using the carousel and up to 120 millimeters diameter, 27 millimeters high when using the manual feed function. Um, It can print images in an incredible 16.7 million different colours. Wow. Which is quite impressive, really, because you never get anything true to form when you put anything through um, a printer. Um, Most printers only print onto wafer paper or fondant sheets, but Eddie prints directly onto the food item, ensuring Mm. a highly professional look with impressive detail.
1: It says, a huge time saver letting you print one cookie in 10 seconds or 12 cookies in two minutes.
0: Yeah. So you can, so as the carousel goes around, you can take a cookie off and put the next one on. Oh, so you can have a production okay. line going. Yeah. So you could constantly, you could be printing, you know, quite a lot. Uh, there are a lot of add-ons uh, for this as well.
1: Yeah. It's all, it's all the holders for the different items that you can yeah. print onto, isn't it?
0: Yep. And and each one of those is thirty nine ninety five. Okay. Uh, and then the replacement inks are one hundred and twenty nine ninety five. Yeah. So you would want to be doing some serious work with this to recoup your yeah. money. Yeah. Um, but but if you really had the right kind a- of corporate orders, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is a cut above the rest. This um, yeah, definitely. This printer. Um, And I'm kind of thinking, uh, it says Eddie's desktop size doesn't take up too much valuable space. Um, Measures approximately 47 and a half centimetres. So it's nearly half a metre. But that's still
1: smaller than most printers. Is it? Yeah. My
0: printer's not, I'm sure my printer's not that big.
1: I'm I looking at it now, staring 60. at it with my
0: eyes. <laughs> uh, a metre's
1: not that long, you know. A meter's probably like the length of your arm.
0: Oh well, yeah, but I'm sure that my
1: no. Well, the width of your <laughs> printer is less than half. Is more than less than half of your arm.
0: Well, I'm sure. Yeah, it doesn't look that big. Anyways, okay. a <laughs> 30, <laughs> right, thirty-one and a half centimeters.
1: <laughs> That's small. That's like the size of a small laptop, isn't it? Do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon? Mm.
0: Oh, God, I'm going to end up getting a ruler out in a minute Okay, <laughs> so 30, 30,
1: 30 centimetres is a long ruler.
0: You're going, to hear, you're going to hear me now getting a ruler now. <laughs> God. Okay. 37 and a half. Oh, do you know, Erica, I really don't like you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 47, wasn't it? 47. No, I thought you said
1: 37.
0: Hang on. Uh, 47 and a half centimetres in one direction.
1: And then 31.
0: Actually, it's a little bit bigger than my my laptop. Okay. Uh, By 37, sorry, 31. Okay, in both directions. So it's one, two, three, four, five. About six centimetres either way, bigger than my laptop.
1: Okay. But I still feel that's quite small for a printer.
0: No, it's not too. It's not too bad, but kind of when you look at it in its size, it's very a tall, amount isn't it? Space, wouldn't you? Yeah, it yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's without. And that's without the printing disc going round.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: So I re. I, I quite like it. I'm. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, for me, it wouldn't be something that I'd want to invest in. But I think if you are doing edible prints. And turning them out, and you can get some really good orders. I think it's mm. I think it's worthwhile because actually the quality of the print yeah. does look pretty darn good.
1: Yeah, I'd agree.
0: Yeah. So from that, uh we'll quickly fly by uh Color Mill, who have got their new range of tropical colours. So they've got violet, fuchsia, melon, coral, mango, and kiwi. Um, I've only seen them to buy as a set at the minute, but I'm sure they'll come out individually. Uh, they're $24.99. Assuming that they come out individually, they'll be about a fiver uh, for each 20 ml pot. 100 ml pots are $89.99, and they are released on the 15th of March. So you can't get okay. your on them yet. Um, so there's a new magazine on the uh, horizon as well now. Yes. Um, so Delicious Magazine by Kelly Jane, uh, launched in January. And the first three magazines have been free to download. Um, I've I've had a look through them. I think they're quite nice, actually. There's yeah. lots of tutorials in there. Hmm. There's, there's a couple of giveaways. And there's some nice articles in there. And the latest one has got a nice bit about, it's called A Bigger Slice and it's got a bit about the behind the scenes the cake business side of it okay um so yeah i quite i quite like it
1: yeah i downloaded one of them i downloaded the second one which was the yeah. one with the hippo on it and i quite yes. enjoyed that it's quite a good range of tutorials in it yes um people from all over the place you know it's not just one style there's lots of different influences yes and it's quite i quite like that it's a digital magazine rather than a real one because it just stuff isn't it Stuff
0: exactly. Stuff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if you download the March one and click on the link, you get twenty percent off. Uh so from after March, it, it will start to cost, obviously, because she can't keep producing things for free. Um but it's not a lot though, is it? It's two pounds.
1: Yeah, that's very reasonable.
0: Yes. Which I thought well, actually that was really good. For the content yeah. that you're getting. Yeah. I think that's a nice magazine, it's a good price comes into your inbox. I like it.
1: Yeah, and it's D apostrophe L I C I
0: It is indeed. Go and check that out. Um, what else have we got? Oh, Olba, which I don't think... We, we didn't decide that it probably wasn't new-new, but we've never no. mentioned them. And they have some very nice boxes. And actually, I only came across these by reading the magazine. Um, ah ah, yeah see (laughs) i've
1: known about them a while because i know that they will be one of the retailers at the region eight show in may ah and they've been on the list for quite some time
0: ah so i know
1: they have been around for quite some time but I, i don't know how long exactly
0: no well i well do you know what i was um i was just reading the little bit of blurb that they put on their websites um, about them. And they were just saying, you know, that they couldn't find anything that suited their needs Mm. for their sister company. So they decided that they were going to create something. Um, Our mission is simple, to supply avid cake bakers and professional cake designers with a line of high-quality boxes at an affordable price that truly shows off their creations. New trends in cakes, drip cakes, taller and narrower cakes, toppers like shards of chocolate or ice malt, mean that cake boxes need to accommodate large cakes but still be supportive and easy to assemble. So they come in a variety of sizes. I think there was a a 14-inch tall box. I think there was a 10 and an 8.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Um,
1: And a 12-inch wide.
0: And they're 12, yes. Um... So, they've I quite like that they've got a base and you put the cake drum into the base and then you slot the box over the top and then you yeah. put the lid on. But they also do macaron boxes, I think they look quite nice actually. Mm, um, and they've
1: all got windows in them so you can see have. the item, they're like display boxes yes, as well as
0: exactly transport And do you boxes. know what? I quite like that. I would like. I would like those in marginally taller boxes that I could actually put my dummy cakes in Mm. because I put, I either have to extend them up using extenders. Yeah. None of the deep box, tall boxes are quite tall enough. Yeah. Um, But to have a window at the front, which means I could just see what ones I've got. Yeah. (laughs) And I can just pull them off the shelf. Yeah. Um, That would be, that would be nice. Hint out there, I really like industry. actually.
1: <laughs> I really like their macaron boxes. Actually, they're, yeah, they're um, nice, aren't they? They're long with a slidey bit that goes over the top with the window, and each little segment is the size a square segment with a mac that you'd fit a macaron in. They're yes. really nice. Yeah,
0: they're, um, they're very professional. They've got, they've got two, five, or ten windows.
1: Mm. And the cupcake boxes. Oh my god, hallelujah! One with the top that doesn't fold over; it yes. comes off completely. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> Who'd have thought of that? Then, I eh? know. <laughs> <laughs> <Hello.
1: laughs>
0: and they do one for cakesicles as well. Yeah, which is really similar good to... because I don't think I've seen any boxes.
1: No, and they're similar to the macaron ones. So it's a it's a tray with dividers, and then the slidey window goes yes. over the top, and all you can see is the top bit of the cakesicle, not the stick. Yeah, Cause nice, isn't hidden. it? Yeah, they're really nice presentation boxes.
0: Yeah, I, I'll um I'll bring my little purse along to. Uh... <laughs> to the exhibition, it's good I wanted to buy old oh, boxes, <laughs> but I do like be them. Useful. It, well, yes, I really definitely. like them, definitely. Mm. Um, and then the um the last thing that I thought we should mention because it was quite a while ago. Oh, gosh, it was quite a while ago, wasn't it, Erica? Yeah, we were sent some fractal skin tone samples for us to try out and do a giveaway and now they've been launched finally I know they had (laughs) the manufacturing process okay um, which which has delayed it but they're finally on the market which is brilliant news because I do really like them and I've used them a lot okay um for various things you know that they make a there's a really nice one that makes a very uh tanned face but makes a really nice clay kind of colour.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. I think it's slightly too orangey ready for a real face, but yeah. for, for terracotta, it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, um, the deep colours, I can't remember what they're called. There's cocoa and I can't uh, remember what the next one is, but the two very darkest ones are excellent skin tone colours. They don't yes. need any kind of tampering with to make them look right.
0: No, no, they're brilliant. I do mm. really like them. So, yeah, if you want some good skin tone colours... Um, go and check out their their new ones that have finally come out
1: yes right well after that bumper intro (laughs) we shall move on to our topic for this month which is community this month we're talking all about community
0: Mm, like a bit of that
1: yes and i think it's something that has been a bit lacking previously
0: I think in so. The, uh, but I industry. think I think Covid has brought out the best in people. Mm, I agree. I think it's starting to change. Definitely. There's less what I would call like competition mm. and more of people supporting each other, sharing information, um, you know, and really boosting each other. Yeah. Well, I think that's
1: kind of what the cake professionals have started Yes. Started to make more you know, a common mindset, haven't they? That actually, you're not each other's competition.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's
1: enough for everyone. Yeah, it's it's not a um, them or us situation.
0: <laughs> no, it's it, no, it's not. And you know, there's. I mean, f- talking like weddings, for example, there's been absolutely loads more, loads more weddings than cake makers to go around. To be fair, mm. it is about. You know, if you can't do a date, find somebody who has got a similar style, maybe, or who you think would do the job justice. Yeah. And then passing them on because actually it's a minefield for customers to try and find people that they like. So it's nice to have somebody that will say, Well, I can't, but maybe these people might be able to help you.
1: Yeah. And I suppose if you found someone of a certain standard or a certain price range that is what you want to go for then the fact that they could then recommend you on to other people and say, yeah. right, these are other people that you might want to consider.
0: Yeah. That's Absolutely. only going to help
1: the customer, isn't it? Rather than
0: Absolutely. I mean, people I've, off you. Yeah. I mean, I've stepped away from doing celebration cakes and I still do get people coming to me and asking me for celebration cakes. And I will pass them on to people that I know locally. If I know that they're registered and insured, Mm. um and they do a pretty good job then that's where i pass them
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: yeah i'd rather i'd rather be able to help somebody than leave them kind of high and dry yeah do you feel like you've got that kind of network where you are yeah
1: i do and like, to be honest most of it's come through the british sugar craft guild because yeah. that essentially is my local cake network yeah um My branch is in Orpington, so it's about half an hour away. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But because of the sort of the radius it covers, there are people that are some that are closer and some that are further away.
0: Yeah,
1: more so, I find it useful. Like my branch has got a WhatsApp group, so if anyone's struggling with something, might be like, "How do you think this has been done?" Or I've got this order that I don't want. Does anyone want it? Or has anyone got this bit of equipment or this tin that I can borrow? Mm. All that sort of thing goes on there. Or I'm doing this and I've got stuck. Or does this look okay sort of thing when you want the eyes of someone who knows what they're talking
0: about yes
1: definitely <laughs> it's yeah. just really useful for that to be able to run stuff by the people mm. who know what what you're talking about rather than bother your family all the time who don't necessarily know what you're looking for <laughs> or care well yeah that too <laughs> but it's just nice to have that there just in case you need it
0: yes yeah I think so, and it was like what we were talking about earlier, potentially I've got a um a wedding cake coming up which has got a castle princess castle on top. Now I've mm. made um princess castle cakes, but this but the image that I was sent over specifically had a castle on top and it was pre made okay, and she was recommended. Uh, for it to be ceramic which I think is going to be way too heavy for the top of a cake mm. but it's nice you've you've used polystyrene toppers before so it was nice to chat through to see what works what doesn't work and you can't do that with you can't do that with your family and friends they just look at you like yeah whatever yeah, I was <laughs> like, you know, what time's dinner? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: and to some extent, you can't really do that with shop staff because although they're going to give you an opinion, they are still there to sell you something.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So it's not necessarily something that you can do in yeah. a shop. And I think I would trust the opinions more of people that I know mm. than of people that I've never met before.
0: Yeah, especially if you've used the product... Or mm. a similar product, because you'll have an idea of how long it took you to do something. Yeah. Um, and the maybe the pitfalls that you would when you go back and do it again, you would skip. And, you know, so so they can say, Oh well, don't do don't do this, or I would do yeah. this, and that's a quicker way of doing it, and you know, I did it this way, but this happened yeah and it just saves you so much time and I think sharing sharing skills and knowledge is invaluable
1: yeah absolutely and it's not just sharing the stuff that's gone right it's showing the stuff that's gone wrong as well isn't it
0: oh definitely that's more important I think
1: yeah to give people a heads up but also they might be able to help you as to how mm. to avoid it next time definitely as yeah. you were talking I thought of something else about the castle so I'm just going to say it now if you're <laughs> going to airbrush it because it's polystyrene It's never going to dry, so if you touch it once it's been airbrushed, it's going to come off on your fingers.
0: See, I did wonder that. I can't see polystyrene absorbing anything.
1: No, you might have to lacquer it after, but I don't know whether that would work. I don't know whether that would just bead.
0: Maybe I'll I'll, um, go and uh, airbrush a bit of old uh, polystyrene (laughs) dummy somewhere. (laughs) a bit of old packaging. you You know what? Thinking about that, now you've got me on. If you could airbrush and just spray... You're polystyrene dummies. Why on earth do we bother icing them?
1: <laughs> to make them look like a cake, Sam, because oh, the yeah. finish is never good enough. Oh, yeah. be a cake.
0: <laughs> I was trying.
1: <laughs> Unless you're going to cover it completely with something else, you'd need to yeah. hide the texture.
0: All right, then. I was yeah. just trying to save out the, you know, the middle bit in between. <laughs> no, such, no, such There's luck. such a faff to cover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't mind covering them. I think they're all right.
0: Do you not mind? You know.
1: No,
0: I think they're quite easy to cover. Oh well, you've obviously got the knack then. <laughs> no, they're not. Maybe they're I not just struggle bad. more with real cakes. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to be lazy and cut corners. <laughs> I've got a few WhatsApp groups that I'm in with people okay and there's a load of Facebook groups and stuff although what I do find the Facebook groups seem to are very generic and you can find hundreds and thousands of people on them and yeah you won't just get like if you ask an opinion you'll get an opinion and then you'll get a counter opinion and then you'll get something else and then I find that starts getting a bit confusing and then you'll get someone who's slating you for doing something and yeah. i don't find i don't find those very productive and i've left quite a lot of them
1: yeah i'm not really in any cake facebook groups because i don't feel they offer me anything that i can't get anywhere else no i, I like you i find them frustrating
0: and downright rude i think some of them are. yeah
1: yeah yeah i think so and i think there's a lot of people in them who shouldn't be in this job because they clearly don't enjoy it
0: yeah Yeah, definitely. I've left quite a few of those. But the WhatsApp groups that I've got are very local people. I mean, there Mm. is a very new group that I've just been added to of um, professional cake decorators. And they seem very supportive, actually. Oh, good. Um, It's a really, it's a nice group. Although when they start pinging away messaging I I have to catch up with about thirty odd messages. Oh, I've got groups going... like
1: that. Just mute them for days on end until you're interested. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but the the problem is everything that they put on is actually quite interesting and okay. quite valid. So yeah, yeah. I, I end up having to go back and reread everything
1: <laughs> just to,
0: just to catch up. Especially yeah, it, it, I mean, uh, I've it's been crazy for for the last few weeks. Um, so therefore yeah I spend a lot of time I do mute them but then I have to go back and then I feel bad because I've not put any input in
1: (laughs) but it's It's like a silent you're just watching yeah yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, that doesn't make me feel good because I feel like I should be participating and giving information but then a lot of people's information is the same or very similar Mm. so it's it's a fine line between wanting to participate um and giving useful feedback or information just just do a little
1: thumbs up emoji every now and then
0: (laughs) that's that's my contribution yeah (laughs) the smiley face yeah exactly (laughs) but i do think it's i i think it's nice that people will share their pitfalls or different ways that they're going about doing things Mm. and sometimes Nice to get the heads up on some customers that might be a bit difficult, shall we say? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's nice okay. to know that information before they get to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um uh so yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Are you part of
1: any online communities that are not um, Facebook based? Mm,
0: no. You I'm seem to be debating to... that. What? You... <laughs> so I'm just trying to get my head around what I am in and what I'm not in. Oh, oh, I don't really be in the Facebook ones. Um, I don't and... really be. <laughs> I don't really be. That's my English now. <laughs> I don't um, really be in the
1: Facebook ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not <laughs> in any of the Facebook uh, in any of the Facebook groups um, that have a particular interest. And I don't think there's anything else, really. I don't know. What other groups are there? You Are you in any? <laughs> you no, there.
1: but I was. So I used to be in the Susie Witt Pretty Witty Academy for a bit.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Although that was a school, it was definitely a community as well. So she had all her, I guess they were like message boards. Right. There was a big focus on community, so there was a lot of... um I don't know, like sort of weekly or monthly challenges or things that were like essentially on a calendar that on this day of the week everyone posts this sort of thing and oh okay just a bit of a schedule to it to kind yeah. of structure it a bit and stop it just spiraling off into all sorts of nonsense.
0: Okay, like you'd
1: post all your wins for the month and that's sort. There'd be you know once a month of like all the things that have gone well this month, that sort of thing, and then everyone would be like, "Oh, well done! That's amazing!" And yeah. You know, oh, I got my first article published. Oh, excellent! Here, you know, this is the magazine it's in, and that sort of thing.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I'm not.
1: (laughs) No, so that that was quite nice, but I just find that I'm not inclined to go online for fun. (laughs) That's terrible.
0: No, no, (laughs) I'm just not. I'm not. No, I know what you mean. I I find it hard enough to try and cope with everything else that's happening in a day as it is. Let alone trying to interact with other people. which yeah, sounds it's... terrible, really. But to to interact for fun, I, you know, if I've got if I've got a bit of time, then maybe. But I really have any spare time. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just it's not something that I'd want to do to relax. No, it's not something it's not something that ever even comes it's not that I consider it and go, No, I don't want to do it. I just genuinely don't think of it. It's no. not something that occurs to me to do. No. So I just think those sort of things are a bit of a waste of time for me. I think maybe if you're less into going out and doing stuff, then that's probably mm. a good thing for you because then that would give you the yeah. you know, the contact with the outside world and different people and at a pace that you can control.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: But I would much rather go out and see people face to face. Like I like being around people, so mm. I find being online quite hard work. I find reading online really hard work, yeah. and it's just not something that I enjoy.
0: Yeah, no, I'd rather ask. I'd rather ask people. <laughs> I save all my questions up monthly for you, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I
1: spew them out in one go. And we record it, and that's it.
0: <laughs> but it is very much, you know. If I want to ask a question, I kind of want that answer or to talk around the subject. Yeah, yeah. Whereas doing something via Facebook or or WhatsApp or whatever, you can only put on a certain amount and you can only phrase it in a way. Whereas when you're talking, um, Mm. your tone of voice gives so much more than just typing something in to a whatsapp and you don't yeah necessarily... but you know
1: you can do voice messages on voice on whatsapp
0: yeah i do <laughs> i do know that but I, I don't go. mind
1: doing them but i find them a pain in the ass to listen to because yeah. i never had headphones <laughs> I'll I'm like oh that. hang on wait
0: <laughs> <laughs> see i do find that that's that's more of a communication i have with my kids
1: okay okay
0: i don't tend to do that and that's actually really bizarre, I suppose, because it would seem so much quicker just to talk into your WhatsApp and mm. say, this is the problem, and then actually listening to people instead of having to read it. Yeah, I might try and convert some people into that. that you be can better. start leaving
1: voice messages in your in your new group.
0: Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> can leave Come them a, a nice a bit long really rant about questions. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about how I can't... <laughs> Oh, i, I can't. can't type yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i can't i can never type fast enough for whatsapp groups because i'm just not very good at typing no. so it just takes me too long to actually respond so my responses are always quite short
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes no yes <laughs> yeah lots but, of pictures no i do think i think they're really worthwhile if you get some good groups mm. then i think that they're worthwhile yeah If you're in something that just spends all its time putting you down or not answering your questions, then it's just a waste of time.
1: If you don't feel better for having been on there, then Mm. it's not worth it. You're not really getting anything out of it.
0: Absolutely. And I do think that if you are, if you participate in something, then it's nice to get an acknowledgement from somebody within the group. So sometimes I can feel like I've posted something and then the next person goes on to something else and there's no acknowledgement of what you've posted. And I think that can actually be quite detrimental because you don't feel like you've been listened to. So Mm. I think that those groups can be not as good as you necessarily want them to be. You know, even if it's a, oh yeah, I agree, or anything Mm. I think is polite. And I think that that, is the problem with some of those groups where people are moving at such a fast pace sometimes that yeah you can get overlooked
1: but you've also got a very broad range of I'm going to say ages and expectations around manners and what's polite and what's not
0: yes yes
1: for perhaps an old I'm going to really generalise and say, mm-hmm. someone who's older and would normally write letters rather than telephone calls. Yes. Um, if they were online and you didn't say please and thank you and you didn't yes. formally reply to everything they've said, they would probably find that quite rude and like they've been ignored. Yes. Rather than just a little thumbs up or a like or what, something like that, you know, they yes. they wouldn't necessarily understand. And also things that you might think are irrelevant and pretty minor someone who's quite a lot younger than you might take them really personally so things like blocking someone yes um you might think nothing of blocking someone but if your kids block someone that'll be like walking up to them and punching them in the face it's a very aggressive move that's not that will be taken very personally whereas to you it's absolutely nothing and yes you think nothing of it
0: definitely i've done that
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you blocked
0: and upset <laughs> well, that's the thing you see I don't know because sometimes I have to accept people to get them into groups mm. say for example on Facebook but I don't necessarily not that I post a lot onto Facebook anyway or uh, anything personal on there yeah so my view is well there's nothing on there to look at anyway so you, I don't need to be friends with you
1: yeah but um, I'm friending's not the same as blocking
0: that's true, but I, I, I think people take that personally as well, if you unfriend them. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily know whether you know that you're being unfriended until you find out that you can't... I don't think it tells you.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't tell you. It's just a case of if you go to message that person, then they won't be your friend. Yes. And it'll be like, add friends. well, like, oh, hang on, I thought we were.
0: Yes. Well, I just go through <laughs> every so often, and I don't know who I'm friends with and who I'm not friends with. So... If someone unfriended me, I wouldn't have a clue. And then if I went to find them again, it wouldn't bother me because I'd probably thought that I'd unfriended them. So (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a case for just losing your marbles and not (laughs) remembering who you've friended and who you've unfriended.
1: Well, I have no friends on Facebook. I just have my sister and a chair of judges and that's it. Chair of judges (laughs) because I had to add them to some Facebook groups for a competition.
0: Yeah, see, that's the and thing, once the competition's
1: it? done, we won't be friends anymore. And my sister, because it's the only way you can get hold of her reliably.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? You know, I mean, I've only got Facebook because I use it for my business, and I mm. have to have a personal profile to have a business profile. Otherwise, yeah, we wouldn't bother. And I and I hate it because I find it way too distracting sometimes. If you if you go on there. So I go on there for business stuff but it doesn't go straight through to my business unless I use business yeah, yeah. suite and that mucks me around. So and then and then someone posts something and then you kind of click stupidly click on it and then you're like away with the fairies for a you know to half an hour. Get you drawn like, in. Oh, I should be doing x y and z. So but then I put my phone down and away you know well I lose it frequently.
1: <laughs> so I put it down in a wave and then not intentionally don't look at it for hours because yeah. I can't find it. <laughs>
0: yeah. That is that is a very common occurrence in this house and I get told off <laughs> regularly. Uh, <laughs> everyone's always trying to find, ring my phone to find me and it's on silent as well.
1: Oh, mine, mine spends its life on silent. If I've been to work, my phone's been on silent and it yes. will probably stay that way for days.
0: Yes, yes, mine stays that way until then I lose it and then we finally find it and notice it's a we so the entire family are in this uh, kind of finding my phone and uh, and then i'll turn it off as silent for a short period of time <laughs> 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 until it goes back on silent and i'm back Aww. to square one <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's uh, it's challenging i think communities can be really good and i think they can be really bad as well mm. you just need to find your right one
1: yeah, it can be a distraction and more is not necessarily better.
0: Mm. I think,
1: in general, smaller numbers tends to be nicer because you're more accountable and yes, people are more likely to know each other and what you might say to a stranger you're never going to meet is probably not the same as someone that you know. Yeah. To a certain extent, I'm not going to say, like, you know, you probably say things to family members that you'd never say to anyone else, but... <laughs> <laughs> maybe (laughs) there's sort of an in-between grounds of like people that you know well that you just wouldn't treat badly
0: but you you choose i think you choose the people that you know might be able to answer your question so Mm. if it's something i know let's say wedding related then i know that this group my whatsapp group they will definitely be able to answer that or answer those questions and if it was something i don't know a new technique Erica I hmm. could just come to you and probably go have you ever done this one before and you'll go yes <laughs> 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 but different people will have different skills that you might want to plug and, and ask questions of so yeah it's not necessarily a one-stop shop but I think you just have to be very wise with how many communities you're in
1: Mm. But I think it is important to have at least one though, because it can oh, yes. be a very solitary job, can't it? So oh, yes. I think you do need someone to like sound things off and definitely,
0: definitely. you know, celebrate you with you when things that go well. Will understand what you're talking about, mm. and that will. Um, Sympathise and commiserate and empathise with you. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I've got uh, a friend of mine. I mean, I was lucky because I met a lot of friends uh, when I had the shop. Mm. A lot of them came to classes, so I know a lot of I know a lot of people.
1: But then a class is a community as well, isn't it? Really, because Absolutely. you've got that same like support group there with Absolutely. the other students.
0: Yeah, it's just a temporary. You know, you you might come away making one or two friends that you keep. Um, mm. but at the time, yeah, it's a really good place to share information and everyone usually commiserates with something that they've done or experiences that they've had. Yeah, so so there's 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 a few that I meet up with and have coffee with and you know, we chat about stuff and mm. and and then there's some that are absolutely wonderful and we get together and we're going to and we share skills. okay. That's a really nice thing to do. I'm doing a, I'm getting together with Karen, won't mind me saying, uh, Karen from the Fruitcake Factory, who uh, came and did our demo. Mm. Um, And we're going to do a royal icing thing because I've got a shield, a very detailed shield that I want to do or need to do for a wedding cake. But her, she's not so good at modelling. Okay. So I'm going to spend a day with her doing royal icing. And then I'll go over and spend another day with her and I'll do some modelling with her.
1: Oh, that's nice. So
0: and I think that's a really nice thing to do because mm. once you've if you if you're lucky enough to get an established, you know, group of friends who have got different skills mm. and you can share, then then I think that's the way to go.
1: Yeah, because I think as well, cake work can be in fits and starts, can't it? It can be all Mm -hmm. or nothing. So in your nothing period, if you've got someone that you can trade skills with, with no money swapping hands, then you're not spending anything and you're filling that time quite usefully, aren't you?
0: Exactly, exactly. Or even if you haven't got the time or the skills, you could outsource Mm. to somebody who will do it much quicker, much better and be more cost effective than you. Yeah. And vice versa.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: you know, and, and I think also in this uh, at this moment in time when we might be delivering cakes, setting cakes up, um, and I think we've mentioned before, you know, if you are then struck down having COVID or any other cold or flu, which prevents you from being able to deliver and set up your cake, mm. having that community of cake friends that would be able to help you out is invaluable yeah yeah absolutely
1: people that you trust and that you know are you part of any local business groups or anything like that
0: um not at the moment i've been to a few like networking groups Mm. um but i haven't found them helpful for me
1: yeah okay um
0: so i know I know quite a few people who run their own business and they might have different businesses and they have connections to those, and sometimes they might might point me in in their direction mm. uh but not a group that I go to and stay with um, okay because I just found that actually I have to be there a, a lot of them are like breakfast clubs yeah yeah therefore that makes it very difficult in the mornings with kids going to school and stuff Mm. Um, so you have to be there early and you have breakfast which is very nice but I need to be able to get something out of it myself I think I'm going to give up that time um and I haven't found one that that does that for me yet do you
1: no, I don't. I I haven't. And I was speaking to the girl who does my sports massage about the last time I was there, just popped into my head because she's been to a few as well. And I think there's one that she is part of, and she's like, oh, I find this quite useful. And she's like, there were others, but our industries are so non-overlapping yeah. that there was absolutely no benefit to it at all. And like you say, it was just a, yeah a lot of her time that could have been spent doing something more useful.
0: Yeah. Well... I went, to, I went to one, and I think that this is where you, you have to be a little bit wary of them. Mm. And you are expected to participate quite heavily online in recommending other people. Oh, uh, okay. And so you go back every month and you report how many people you have recommended. Okay. And what? Yes, yes. But the recommendation can be you literally on Facebook someone says oh no um I need a plumber for example and you just go on you click like and you say I've sent you a message and then you link this other person from that group to the message. Just tag them in the reply or something. Yeah and you do and you do that. And I don't see that as a as an actual you know that that's just that's nothing you useful is, is it no and there's no where's the recommendation from that mm. um so when you go when you go to these meetings everyone puts their business cards in so you're kind of obliged to take one of the, each of the business cards Yeah, And so this is the group that you are going to support, which is fine. But then you don't even know whether they're any good. How can you be recommending people that you've never even... Exactly. And I needed, and I did need, I think it was a plumber. This was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I did need a plumber and I sent him a message and he never replied. I'm like, how how can I then go and recommend you in any which way? Because you have not delivered anything to me. Yeah, and I was quite appalled by that. And I thought, well, you know, and that to me that puts those yeah, kind but of I'm, groups. Yeah, that
1: feels less of a community, and that feels more of a marketing strategy. And the, oh yes,
0: well yes, and you have to pay though to be part of these groups, these mm-hmm. networking groups as well. And it's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. And um, and I just thought, I thought it was a bit farcical, really. And I wasn't yeah. going to achieve anything out of it. And I and those that were on there weren't actually doing anything to make me want to to mm. do
1: it so and I I do wonder in some of the local Facebook groups this has been brought up by one of my friends before saying that I'm sure it's people's friends who comment with things like can anyone recommend a local whatever so just so their friend can tag themselves and loads of people can reply going oh my god yeah
0: they were amazing yeah yeah
1: just as a free marketing exercise and they've got no intention of actually getting anything ordered yes. or done at all
0: yeah and I do find that a lot in um People will post, oh, can anyone recommend a cake maker for a birthday cake or a cake maker for a wedding cake? And then someone tags someone in, and you know full well that they're just friends. Yeah. I don't find anything, I don't, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? I don't find anything productive comes from Facebook.
1: No, no, I agree.
0: I just find that it's like a free for all. I'm going to put it out there, and if I can get. 25 quotes and if one of them's like 10 pounds from the unregistered uninsured cake maker (laughs) and then you're going to get one that's 200 pounds from the you know professional Mm. uh, then they'll just go either the cheapest or or you know somewhere near the low end
1: Yeah, but I think that's also the fact that your ideal client is not going to be posting on their Facebook local groups to get their wedding cake. So I
0: don't think I've got business uh, from... uh, Sorry, that was the tortoise just trying to demolish her house. (laughs) She's she's trying to climb out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I don't think I've had... I've had one message recently off of Facebook, and that was because I was recommended... To do a wedding cake from someone. And that actually did come to fruition. Um, okay. But on the whole, I get nothing via that method. Mm. Pick wisely, I would say. Pick wisely your communities.
1: Yeah. But find one. <laughs>
0: yeah, I definitely... Find, find one but be choosy. For, yeah. Find one for support. So people that you get on with mm. and you've got things in common with. And if they're local, brilliant because you can actually meet up in person I do that a reasonable amount of time. And a lot of the people that I find that are local, some of them are our Sugarcraft Guild. So yeah. that's that's a really nice, that's a nice support group, I think. Yeah. Yes.
1: I agree. Mm. Cool. Shall we move on to then our ones to watch?
0: I think that's a really good idea. Do
1: you want to go first? Who have you got <laughs> this one, Sam?
0: OK, just because, you know, I like to find people that I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> so my one to watch this uh, month is Maria Bandervera. Um And she is, bear with me, I'm just trying to find. That's a not her name. BMB, BMB Bakery.
1: Bondereva.
0: Bondereva. Yeah. What did I say? Bonderera. Oh, <laughs> Bonderera. That's because my R looks like a V as I've written it. Uh. Uh, <laughs> any excuse, any excuse. Um, okay, so it's BMB underscore bakery, and she has also got um, a BMB underscore school as well. And her cakes. So if you scroll, if you scroll down, um, mm. she's got some. Absolutely stunning cakes that are really different. I've not seen things mm. before. And The one that actually really appealed to me was she's got um, a stack of they look they're square and re- rectangular cakes, but she's done them as picture frames. And oh yeah, like hand painted uh, flowers in the center, mm.
1: like um, Maggie Austin type flowers. They are Maggie
0: <laughs> Austin type flowers, which is really appeals to me. And the background color of the cake as well, in the deep kind of uh, green, mm. um, is, is just stunning. I love the colors that she's using. Um, it's like
1: something from a stately home, isn't it? It
0: is. You, you would, yeah. You kind of like walk around and expect to see them on the wall. Um, yeah and she's got some very stunning geometric type cakes as well there's so much variety like there's there ones is. that are all
1: white there's bright ones there's really deep ones there's floral yes. there's novelty yes. there's tears, you've she's got from flowers from
0: Moscow, this lady okay um so i, I think the influences out there obviously come through in her cake designs and they're not mm. some stuff that i've like seen before so she's got one it almost looks like a a fluffy hat if you scroll down it's um it's obviously wafer paper yeah but it does remind me a bit of a russian hat (laughs) type (laughs) um she calls it chic contrasting masculine okay Um, and it's got a piano keyboard on the top yes uh, i was just looking at
1: that one yes And and looks like feathers doesn't it it
0: does it's absolutely stunning and the way she's um she's done the shading on it as well yeah beautiful the one under that is a bee with daisies coming off the top so she's got a huge there's a huge variety but Mm. i think that they are really quite original um, and really stunning and I do absolutely love her work. And then if you are really, really keen, you can go to her school. Let me just um, try and go back to that and go on to the school because she says trying to. Um, There's I don't a link know in her bio online. to it.
1: I think they are. So the website to her school is in Russian. On yes. the link on my phone, I don't know if on my desktop website there'll be.
0: I've got a different. Dash school. Ru forward slash project. Html. There's links in her
1: bio that you can there's click lots through. Of links. Anyway, yeah. yes. But it, I think there's definitely online stuff.
0: There is. There is. I get that
1: impression. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've just got on there actually, and um, there's lot. <laughs> if I could read it, it would be great. But yes, definitely go down to her um, her pages and look at the stuff on the bio because that would be very helpful. Mm.
1: And if you can speak Russian, it will make a lot more sense than if you can't. But you can always use the translate bit for the yeah. posts.
0: That's the that's the one bonus about um, Instagram. Is yeah, that it will translate it for you. Yes, um, and uh, so yeah, so there's some beautiful some beautiful stuff there. Some beautiful classes as well. It would it would be lovely to do them if there's a translator to tell me what's going on I think <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we will just be a little bewildered
1: yes <laughs> I would be yeah you'll be the disruptive student who just can't make themselves understood <laughs> Well, that'll make
0: a change then won't it <laughs> so so she's so so she's bmb underscore school or bmb underscore bakery and it was maria Bondavera, have I got that right now,
1: Bondavera,
0: <laughs> Bondavera, don't he? Don't listen to me. Listen to Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got, Erica?
1: I have got Flyby Felts. So this is all one word: F L Y B Y F E L T S. Mm. And this is not a cake one for a change. This is needle felted animals, and um, this is by a lady called Rachel Stevenson. She's based in the UK and she takes commissions and makes needle-felted animals of people's pets.
0: They are truly amazing. Not what I was expecting when you said felt. I was not expecting this.
1: No. These are like mini replicas of the animals. They are a spot-on mm. replica of the animal that she's been sent to, to make, basically. And she needle felts the whole thing. So you send her a few pictures of your pet and then she'll recreate them in felt in whatever pose you want. Yeah, They're absolutely beautiful. incredible. There's ones that are freestanding. She's got little videos as well, so you can see how she's done it. There's some in-progress photos, so you can yeah. see all her armature yeah. and her sort of processes as well. There's some pictures of finished projects along with the animal, the photo of the, the real animal um but they're lovely there's some that she's done as freestanding there's some that she's done as little box frames so the heads are poking through like it's a little yeah. window those are rather lovely as well I'll tell you what they're so lifelike they're really lifelike they're yeah. not all pets so she's done some well, i'm assuming they're she's not pets some lions pandas po- yeah. foxes giraffes polar bears i don't know anyone that would have any of them so i'm assuming they're not <laughs> pets <laughs> yeah, my pet polar bear. <laughs> yeah but she also does commissions of like actual animals as well, but they are all absolutely amazing. All the detail down to like the little claws and the eyes and the yeah. noses are perfectly, like the hair's exactly right, the texture, I wonder the colours. How long they
0: take to make.
1: I have no idea. No. But well, I absolutely love it. Yeah, she's not far, she's pretty local.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's all like very say, wow. Really. They are yeah. stunning.
1: Yeah. I find it very inspiring.
0: Yes. Could never do it, but
1: yeah, I didn't. I tried needle felting. I really didn't enjoy it, but I love her work, and I think it is absolutely wonderful. And it's so inspiring to see how close she gets absolutely everything. Yes, there was a post of some dolls as well. So I think before she did needle felted animals, she did she made dolls. Mm. So that was like her previous previous job, if you like. Yeah, Um, and they were very sort of lifelike, but fantasy, like not. You know, not play with dolls. These are like models that you would keep yeah, and treasure. But these animals are absolutely amazing. They're about six inches tall, so they're not tiny.
0: Do you know what the funny thing is, Erica? You're talking away. I'm actually not listening to a word you're saying. I'm watching her. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching the video. I am. I am. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mesmerizing. <laughs>
1: yeah. I really like the videos. They're very, very clever. They are. And She is very talented and makes some incredible stuff. So go and check her out. Uh, You can DM her for commissions. And that is Rachel Stevenson, who is Fly by Felts.
0: Fabulous. Absolutely Mm -hmm. fabulous. Right, well, that's that's another month done. Isn't it just? It is, yes. So thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to us. If you care to give us a five star review anywhere that you listen, that would be lovely.
1: Also, you can now review us on Spotify. So if you click on our show, Ooh. you can just add a star rating on Spotify. That's a new thing. Ooh. So as many not. stars as you like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, any stars you like, as long as they're five, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're not fussy. We'll set off with three upwards. No. <laughs> we're happy with average
0: (laughs) speak for yourself love (laughs) okay
1: i am (laughs) well you can follow us on instagram at the sugarcraft junkies and we'll be posting pictures of things we've talked about in this episode and we'll be back on the 13th of april so we will speak to you then Bye. bye